Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Kimberly Meredith, medical intuitive, trance channeler, psychic surgeon, hands-on healer, and spiritual teacher whose healing abilities have been tested by the Institute of Noetic Studies. She's also had a near-death experience back in 2013 that completely awakened her to the gifts of God. Kimberly, thank you so much for joining me today and welcome. Thank you for having me. Kimberly, if you don't mind, let's just start with your near-death experience. Great. Yeah, so I had a near-death experience at the end of 2012 and it changed my life um, drastically. (laughs) I was... uh, working as a nurse assistant and working in the entertainment world. And I was really at the height of my career, which I really was enjoying um, doing lots of uh, what you would call medical technical advising on shows, which I really enjoyed. And I got in a really bad automobile accident. And um, when I was um, taken into ER um, I was told my, well, my boyfriend was told that I didn't have many minutes to live. And what happened was that from a blunt trauma to my head and not getting help soon enough, my kidneys were shutting down. And I experienced this light going through my body and I immediately, well, before that happened, I remember at the time when I was having my NDE, um, as they were rushing me, well, it happened so fast, as they were rushing me to my room, I think it actually started happening, I started to feel like I was actually leaving my body then. Then I remember when I was getting into the room, I looked over at the blood pressure machine And it completely went down. And I remember going above my body and they're working on my body, the nurses. And it was just so incredibly fast as everything was going on. I remember hearing people working on me and at the same time being above my body. And it was so surreal. I felt um, sort of an out-of-body experience, people call them. But at the same time, um, a duality of it going on. So, um, but when I was out of my body and um, experiencing I always say it was 
um, Jesus talking to me, um, saying, you're to stay here. Um, it was really interesting because as I see it now, uh, it was so bright and light and amazing. Um, but the duality of it is that, uh, I saw such beautiful colors. It was the Christ energy and I experienced for the first time meeting my, um, shaman grandmother and the angelic realm. And it was so fast though, was going like that. I remember very harsh chest pressure at the same time. And when I woke up, um, it wasn't really like, um, a lot of, I don't know. Some people, I feel like when they ask me about what, what about your near death experience? It's like, I'm almost still experiencing it because I haven't really, the duality of it is still happening because this is why for me, um, this energy of the other dimension sort of swapped with me because I believe that I never, um, how do you say, uh, the consciousness of what happened, um, was a very fine polarity of emerging into this dimension of what that dimension was because I be, I became a full blown trans channeler. I feel at that moment in the hospital, um, because when I woke up, I couldn't talk anymore. I was really mumbling and I was like, uh, like that. And they were all working on me and I was feeling this really strong pressure on my chest. And I kept saying, get off me like that. I was like, get off me. And it was the light of Christ. It was this pressure on my chest and my eyes were really feeling this bright light. And then it left finally. Now that light, the pressure of Christ's light, it's appeared twice to me and it, it came again a second time. And this light of Christ is the Holy Spirit. And, and I get chills when I talk about it. And um, the presence of the Holy Spirit, I know for sure, because that's what my eyes blink and I speak to the Spirit. And um, then after that, they were working on me and everything like that. And I, and I, it's not like I came back or anything. It was because I was just there. Um, I didn't know what, you know, the word near death experience. I didn't know that was what I'd had. I just knew I had experienced. I knew that. And then after I, they were working on me and everything like that. And they plugged me back in and IVs and everything. And it was just a horrible freaking mess. Um, 
a few days later, I had started to talk. I wasn't walking. Um, I spoke to my aunt and I said, I left my body. And she said, what? And I said, and I saw um, a woman and she said, who'd you see? And I explained, I'm giving chills. I explained to her the lady's face. And I said, and I saw Jesus and I was crying. And she says, you saw my, my mom, you saw, you saw, you saw our shaman grandma, our grandma was a shaman. I said, really? And that's, I still didn't know I had a near death experience, but that's who I knew I had seen. Um, so that is, the thing is that by the time I went into the hospital and I went over, they did some things to me that is not in the book. And some of the things like from when I went into the emergency room and the kidneys were going out and they rushed me down the hall and they took me into another room and they did some things. And then they brought me into my hospital room and I saw the blood pressure go down all the way down. And I looked over and I went out. Second time. No, that was the first time. Okay. My second near-death experience is after I came home, but the first time at the hospital took me, I think it was two months of recuperation of trying to learn to walk. Um, they wouldn't release me because my um, electrolytes and my walking ability was not up to what they wanted. By the time I came home, I was still struggling. And then I had another near-death experience when I was um, out at my home after I came back, came back to the house. And I was thrown into the middle of the street uh, walking my dog. <laughs> On your first one, it sounds like to me that you were bilocated. Like you were in your body, but also out of your body at the same time. Do you agree with that? Yes. You mentioned that you became a trance channeler right after your NDE. Do you think that your NDE also gave you the gifts of medical healing or is that something you had prior? No. After my second, thank you for asking, after my second near-death experience, um, it was not long after I started communicating with the guides. I never had communicated with spirit. Um, I, when I was a baby, I had communicated with spirit. I was born communicating with spirit. Since when I was a child, I had the ability of blinking. My eyes blinked naturally blinking. And I was, um, a little girl born with abilities. I had my hands would heat up and I was loved healing animals. I would just naturally go over to anything that was dead. 
I know that sounds bizarre, <laughs> but I would just, anything that was, I mean, that's very weird maybe, but as some, if I, I was like as young as two or three years old, if I would see a dead bird or a dead lizard or a bug or anything, I would go over and say, grandma, I was extremely obsessed with my paternal grandmother on my dad's side. So just to back up the story for a second, we were like this. And I, to this day, still feel like she was my Jewish grandmother. And she was, um, I just was, we were just like soulmates. And I knew her from another life. And we would listen to Barbara Streisand. And we were just like really close. And I would always want to put a veil over my head very weird or a yarmulke, like anything on my head. And I just would go over and pick up a bird and I would hold it and I would blow, like put my mouth and try to bring it back. And one few times, not just once it would come back and she would not scold me. She would say, good, good. And these times that this would happen when I was little, I would remember that and I would remember the chills would go through me and I would say, I didn't think it was unusual to me. I would just think, oh, that's something I could do. You know, I could bring it back. You know, I could bring this back. And, and then I remember that there was just these really good times of me with her that we would do. And she would say to my other grandmother, she has healing abilities or there's, you know, and then also I had premonitions when I was little and I could do tel telepathy when I was little. And my dad would do these things with me. Um, maybe it was strange for other kids, but he would do numbers with me and colors and say, what do you think I'm thinking? And so things like that I would do. And the blinking was going on uh, obsessive blinking, but I didn't, they didn't think it was strange what my mother did and my mother did not like it. Hmm. So we pushed it away. Do you think that you inherited this ability or is it even possible that you had an NDE as a baby that you're not aware of? I think I inherited some of my healing abilities from my, my, my grandmother on my mom's side. She was an, an Italian shaman. She did healing work in Italy. But I also, that's a very good question. I do think that I had a near-death experience when I was a child. There, there is a certain couple incidences when I was a child that I, I feel I lost, I lost consciousness in my life. I've interviewed many people with near-death experiences, and it, I find it pretty common that people get some kind of ability afterwards, and I'm was just wondering maybe this had some kind of opening in the veil for you that gave you that ability. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when I was younger. Yeah. So in your book, you talk about the fifth dimension. Can you tell us the difference between, you know, the fifth dimension and I guess we're on the third dimension. So third, fourth <laughs> and fifth, fifth dimensions and what's going on? Yes. So it's all about the fifth dimension and beyond. So. So this whole thing about the fifth dimension. So the third dimension is this 
mess that we're in. So the third dimension is the worry and the fear and the greed and the greed of us wanting to massively control us right now and where we fell from the highest dimensional frequency, which was the fifth dimension and beyond where we came in from, which was love, 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 and serving and helping and being in this magical frequency, which I experienced when I was told I would never walk again, that I couldn't be healed, that I would live in my wheelchair forever. I wouldn't be able to hold up my neck, that I would have epilepsy. I was seizing (laughs) every 15 minutes and I was healed by the Holy Spirit. And the fifth dimension is this portal that anybody can get into if you want to be in it. Now, I could talk about the dimensions in more scientific matter, but I talk about the fifth dimension in more of a spirituality and that it's more of a energy frequency. Getting involved in a fifth dimensional frequency in a spiritual way and also in a lifestyle frequency way in a holistic healing way and understanding that we can all experience living in this fifth dimension and we can't actually we're all going to have to be in the fifth dimension because the third dimension is depopulating right now the 3d world is leaving because the guides, the angels, spirit wants to save our planet and wants humanity to be awakened and take responsibility for our own lives right now. A lot of people talk about the ascension and going into the ascension. Do you believe that that process of ascension is us moving into the fifth dimension? Yes, absolutely. The ascension and the awakening is happening right now. And we have like basically 10 years to clean up everything in ourselves. It's a journey and we're all healing right now and awakening to it. And it's exciting. Um, So yes. Interesting that you said we have 10 years. Why is there a time limit? Because we have global warming and we have health issues that are happening that are rapidly speeding up. As you read, more and more people are getting specific kinds of diseases and it looks like it's apparent that every day we see the same ones popping up and we don't want that anymore we want to stop it so the in my book that's out right now called awakening to the fifth dimension i have it very easily in each uh, chapter things to do and not to do i kind of make it very simple and that way We can also raise our own consciousness and the world consciousness and eliminate things. Um, I think we both like that idea. Um, And that way can help the world move into the next 10 years in a healthy way. And our children need that. Our children want that. A lot of the the new generation, um, they're more interested in the climate change and helping the world. Now, can you tell us what kind of information you receive during your blinking? Yeah. So after the near-death experience, well, all of that transpired. I wasn't doing this. <laughs> so after they they transported me and brought me back, they were like, 
you're on a mission now. <laughs> so there, um, and often, you know, I didn't even know who Edgar Casey was. So he's a part of this. <laughs> he's like, you're going to come back and teach people. <laughs> so basically what I do my daily life, seven days a week <laughs> is I, um, I scan people. So I go into people's bodies and not only people, but groups and seminars. And I pretty much um, can see fast. I go through them. I go through people, rooms, and I can find, you know, within a few minutes, what you have. So like if you've got anywhere from emotional, physical um, illnesses, um, the guides will know, you know very information about you. Like I had a, uh, I can give you an example. I had a reading the other day and I knew he had, uh, the gentleman had um, a malignant um, tumor in his eye, but I knew it came from 10 years ago. And then I knew that his son crossed over and had and how he crossed over and that energy also disrupted a sadness in his body so the root cause is important to find out and then also I do like a 19 page document of what he should eat and what he should take supplement wise and so not only do the guides want to um find something out about what's going on in the body, but they also want to find out the root cause of it and then help you with a diet diet plan and nutrition plan. And then also sometimes I have recommendations from doctors or nutritionists will come to me and say, well, they've been doing this nutritional plan or they've been doing this uh, supplemental plan, but it's not working. So why not you know, take a session with Kimberly? And so I work in all different ways with people. And then another thing that I do, so this is why it's very fifth dimensional in my practice, is that after that, I can do a healing. The guys will do a healing on top of it and go into that fifth dimensional miracle. And so if you're open and ready for that, why not? Why not do it all? And then the healing is so cool because does it work? Absolutely. Yeah, it absolutely can work because why not? Um, why not uh, go into that dimension where you're open, where you um, chant um, with your guides, with the highest um, as a Dalai Lama and many Many people say, you know, want to open up to their guides and pray and chant. When you're blinking, are you getting the information as a download or are you actually channeling your guides? I'm So I'm like Edgar Casey in a lot of different ways because Casey would lay down and be like the sleeping prophet. I'm like the walking channel. I'm always channeling. So like I'm always getting information. So they're always downloading it with me. Is it ever overwhelming where you have to shut it off? No, but because it's just me. It's just always coming in. So like even if I'm at a grocery store or I'm out to eat, 
um, it's sort of like Helen Keller, actually. So like if I'm reading or I'm editing, the guides will edit. They'll do like all the time. So like if someone comes in and says, I want to do a spiritual counseling session today. I don't want to do a medical scan or medical reading. If they do a spiritual counseling session with me, I'm still, every word a person says, the guides are coming in and channeling it. So um, they're just always doing the reading. What's interesting is you mentioned Christ consciousness during your NDE, and you said you encountered the Christ consciousness a second time. We haven't talked about that. Do you feel like part of this Christ consciousness is with you or the Holy Spirit is with you and somehow that's also how you're healing people? Yeah, I don't do the healing. Yes, you're right, Jeffrey. Um, I don't do the healing. The Christ light um, is a transference. So the, the Christ light will come through. And if you're open to the Christ light, which I love to teach people, I have classes, um, and you can do it from wherever you are. I mean, everybody has access to Christ light and the Christ light energy is here more than ever right now. And that's why it's the darkest times right now. We've always had dark times. I mean, there's been dark times from the beginning of time, but um, right now it's easily accessed the Christ consciousness. Um, why I'm experiencing it the way that I do, I don't know why. Um, why it's now after my near-death experiences that I'm experiencing it the way that I do. I don't want to know why. I don't think about it. And sometimes people say, oh my God, I can't believe I just came in and I had a, a lump this big and I was supposed to get it operated on. And you just took your hands and put it over my, my lump. And we just prayed a few words, you know, like how Mary, our father, and it's gone in two minutes. And they're like, unbelievable. Rock on. <laughs> That's the Christ consciousness. And so I did, you know, I did this at these institutions, you know, mm -hmm. we did this at Norm Sheely. He wrote it at my forward in my book and I've been studied and we've documented it. And, um, that's the Christ consciousness. Let me ask you this. Can you even heal yourself? I have. Yes. That's how I've healed my, um, it's not me healing myself. It's me letting, um, the Holy spirit, the Holy spirit, um, heal me and protect me. Um, and that's how I finally got out of my wheelchair and have been healed was through the Holy Spirit healing me. I know you talk about it in your book, but can you give us um, some brief examples of how to raise our consciousness? Yes. Um, I feel like raising our consciousness right now is a, a big responsibility for us. So we don't have to um, stay stuck in a lower frequency a lower consciousness, the 3D, um, we can, you know, we're going to be going back and forth at times because that's what happens. But um, some of the things that are important, I feel, is saying no to things that, doesn't, that don't feel good to you. Um, when you get a gut feeling in your body that um, 
just doesn't feel right. Now that may feel like, how does that raise your consciousness? It does raise your consciousness by saying no, because you're setting boundaries to move out of the third dimension. And when you're also meditating every day, and a lot of people have a hard time with meditation because they're actually, um, their consciousness is not their consciousness. So when you're not taking control of your own consciousness, it's hard to sit and meditate. And some people think that you have to meditate in silence, but you don't. Meditating with music and meditating while saying affirmations or something you love to say can also be a great way to meditate. And in my book, I talk about different kinds of ways to meditate. Meditation at least for just five minutes a day, is lovely and beautiful. And it can be by the water, it can be walking, it can be with your animal, it can be with a candle. But as long as you can go into this higher vibration with your brain, you're connecting to your third eye and you're raising your vibration and your consciousness. And that is the frequency of the fifth dimension, getting in your heart, and out of your head. So even with music, any kind of music, it doesn't have to be, you know, Satnam Kar, it could be the Rolling Stones, it could be anything that you love, but just get out of your head and get in your heart Hmm. and get yourself into that fifth dimension vibration. Um, Also, what's really important is service. Being in service heals your body, heals your organs, heals the vibration of you and gets you into the fifth dimension. Serving others. So when you talk about serving people, what does that mean? That means when you're outside or you're, you know, anywhere in your in your apartment, in your condo or wherever you are, and you see somebody that needs groceries or can't make it across the street or can't get in their car or something happens, do something for them. So like, you know, I help people buy them some groceries or whatever it is. Think about something every day that you can do to help your brothers and sisters out. That raises your frequency to the fifth. But just think if everybody in the world and the globe did something for someone every day, every day that we do something for somebody mind-blowing we raise this planet up 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 zoom 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 (laughs) i'm i'm sure you've seen many many people that are ill and is there a commonality of the root cause of their illness and if so if so is it due to emotional problems or something else yeah yeah just That's a rocking great question. Yes. So seven days a week, most of us are not doing self-care. A lot of it is self-care. A lot of people are either um, working too much, um, not, okay, so a lot of people are really, a lot of people that are Okay, there's two things. There's, well, there's a few things here. <laughs> Some of the people that come to me that are 
very, very sick. And there's a couple different people categories here. There's the workaholic that's seven days a week, nonstop, the giver, giver, giver. And there's the Steve Jobs guy, you know, and there's the woman, the women that are out there, you know, working so hard with kids, the breast cancers, the pancreatic cancers, those people, the loving people that are giver, giver, work, work, work. And they're so loving, so kind, and they're working to help save the world and they get sick. They're not doing the self-care. They're so beautiful, so loving. And it makes me want to cry because, gosh, you know, it's so sad. There's the firefighters. There's the 9-11s. They're going in and saving people. And you need your self-care. You need the meditation. You need to do just five days a week, not seven or four days. And that is so important. And then there's people that um, are diving into deep. A lot of us are not understanding about environmental pollution and that we need to see, make sure about understanding that um, people that are getting um, diseases and um, they're getting sick and they think it's just genetic, but they're getting a lot of illnesses. I get a lot of Hashimoto's. I get a lot of GI. I get a lot of things where they're thinking, oh, my diet's the best diet. <laughs> and they come in and I'm like, and then I go through them and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and they're like, what did I do wrong? And I'm like, well, I'd say probably 85 to 90% of the people I meet are drinking out of Arrowhead, Fiji, and plastic water containers. And so we all, well, maybe we all don't know, but uh, that's not great. So environmental pollution is huge and causing many diseases. So I go through a lot of things. And once people get to me, if they do, or read my book, they look and they go, oh, maybe I do need to switch some things around. Maybe my refrigerator water, maybe well water, and maybe my my shower does need to have a shower filter. So breathing in steam water or going to a spa that you're spending thousands of dollars at and you're breathing in steam and you're on, you, you do have a condition that's immune suppressed and by the time you get to Kimberly and you're like, I thought I liked Kimberly. And now it's like, oh God, she's making my life <laughs> because there's certain things that we think are friendly or hip and actually are not as organic as we thought. And that's okay because we're all learning and in the learning, in the learning, um, we're growing and in the growing and the growing we're learning and the guides are saying, we're going to live, we're going to make it. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to beat this and we're going to be, we're going to be saved. And that's what's so special about, you know, you having the show and us growing. It's interesting that you mentioned the shower filter because we even yeah. use a shower filter. So important, Jeffrey, mm-hmm. because 
if I told you how many thousands of people that I go through come in and they say, you know, I was healed of lung cancer and then it came back again and I went through chemo and I went through diets and I did this, but I, every time I went home, I turned on my shower and I breathed in the bleach. I breathed in the aspergillus. And if I only knew to put on that filter, so I was breathing in good steam. What are some of the most profound healings that you ever witnessed that even surprised you? Oh man. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I know. Sometimes I'm like, I got to get out of here. Okay. I'm leaving. (laughs) Yeah. Some are pretty shocking. Um, Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. So, okay. Well, one, okay. I'll just give you this one. Okay. One was sort of a double, a double duty one. Okay. So this one, okay. Well, there's some pretty crazy ones, like wild. This one was, um, okay, I'm pretty good. Well, I'm pretty, the guys are really great at dissolving breast lumps. They do not like breast lumps. They are like, we are just getting rid of them. They just like, so I I mean, my hands just like when they get on a breast lump, and this is interesting because Breast Cancer Awareness Month is October. So we'll talk about that. And they don't like, they find it, they're like, I've got like the bionic eyes for breast lumps. So let's talk about breast. Okay. So I got on a Skype. So it's really cool because I do, I don't actually, I just moved up. I'm doing Zooms now. So we're, we moved to Zooms. So I got on a Zoom. We could talk about it because it's documented in my book. So um, this beautiful young girl came on my Zoom call and she wanted to talk about her uh, difficulty with relationship and I was like okay so she came on she's talking about her um issue was going on with her relationship and I was like okay we're talking about it and everything the whole time she was talking about it I was listening but I couldn't stop looking at her breast mm-hmm. and I was like <laughs> and the whole time my eyes were going and I was like Okay, so I said, okay, and I was like helping her and everything. I'm like, and towards the end, I said, um, I said, my guides are saying that you need to get your um, a breast mammogram. And she's like, why? And I said, because on the side of, uh, there's something going on over here. And she's like, okay, yeah. She was like, I did feel something over there, but I just didn't think about it. I said, yeah. So I said, over on the left side, there's something going on. I said, I think that you should just get that checked out. And I said, I didn't want to say that I was getting hot flashes because normally when I get hot flashes, that means alarm alert when I get the hot flashes. So I said, please get that done within the next, you know, week. And she's like, okay, okay. So I just felt it was really important, you know, so she got off the zoom and then she went and got it checked and it was cancer. Mm. And then she went to the doctor and he said, how did you find out? And she said, this medical medium told me that I had a lump. And he said, well, she saved your life. They went in and took it out right away. Wow. And 
that was pretty insane because the whole time I was on there, I was just like nonstop. Then another, another case was a woman came in the office and when she walked in, she came in for a totally, they come into the office, they fill out their forms. I don't, they put it in a envelope and I don't look at what people say. Cause I love that. And I look at the back, which is the signature and what you, the vitamins you take and what supplements you do. And she came in, I do the mediumship reading and I went right to her breast and in the envelope, it said she had a second stage breast cancer. And uh, when I went through her body, I said, they're telling me you have a lump. And she goes, I do. But I didn't know it was second stage breast cancer. And um, the guides said to me, I hear them and they say, heal her. That's what I hear. Heal her now. That's what they tell me. And I said, the guides want me to take it out of you. And she goes, okay. She wanted it. She goes, okay. I said, um, uh, I'm going to use some holy water and they'd like me to use rose oil. And I left my body. So I leave my body and I see the um, Lord's, I, I, I leave and the, it's the Virgin Mary comes in. It's been happening since 2016. And my hands got completely numb. This one was very interesting because she is a practitioner for horses and a healer for horses. And she was very scared to have the surgery. They dissolved it. It went down almost, it went all the way down. There maybe had been like a drop left. And she was shaking and crying. And I remember on this particular day, I almost fainted. I was so hot and shaky. And she was crying. But this is what my life is. This is the day of Kimberly Meredith in, in, in my office. This goes on a lot. And a lot of reorganizing people's intestinal tracts because of a lot of uh, colonoscopies, endoscopies that go wrong or things that happen to people where I'm readjusting readjusting a lot of surgeries too. So she left. She was grateful and honorable and later on wrote me back and said they did a scan and it was gone. Do you ever find yourself in that category like Steve Jobs where you're doing too much? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And what do you do? Do you shut it down or? Um, it just started happening. So I'm, I'm a fairly new, right. It's only, I only had the NDE in 2013. I didn't start going out into 2017. Mm. So let's count those years. It's only been a very short amount that they've been using me. And, um, just, I think just this last year, it's been a lot. So I, I decided to just, uh, scale. I decided to scale back. Mm. Well, that's good. You're taking care of yourself. Yeah. Um, I'm still doing, I'm still doing a lot, but I scaled back from doing as many as I <laughs> What kind of healings have you done for animals? Oh my gosh. 
it's an animal, if a, if a dog or a cat, or if they, if they are accepting the healing, the Holy Spirit will do the healing with whatever needs to be healed. Can each of us access the fifth dimension ourselves? And if so, how do we do it? Yes. Every, I feel that the more and more I work with people in groups and classes and one-on-one, I see that people are accessing the fifth dimension faster even um, than they were before when I first started doing my work, um, which was, you know, a few years ago. I feel that by doing um, the mantras, um, saying I'm in the fifth dimension, just by saying that, Mm. just by saying I'm in the fifth dimension, I love being in the fifth dimension. I deserve to be in this dimensional frequency. I am love. I am light. I I am the magnificent. I am divinely protected. I am leaving the third dimension behind. I deserve to be healed. The universe is for me. The universe is protecting me. And experiencing and witnessing more miracles by by seeing, by going to groups, by going to classes, by seeing, having a miracle also and witnessing this energy and having a frequency of that energy shows you and you feel it when you feel it's like almost like i don't know if you've ever been to um a a basketball game or a football uh witness somebody doing a touchdown or anything like that that's the energy of the fifth dimension and when you witness it and feel it then you know that frequency, then you experience that energy, then you know the fifth dimensional frequency. And that is, that is also the ascension, the awakening. So like if, so for instance, people that have felt, felt it or in it, it's easy. So then if you slip back into the 3D, then you know how to get back into the fifth dimension again. So people that have had a fifth dimensional miracle, like the lady that had her breast lump dismissed, it's easy for her to stay in the fifth dimension. So once you get into the fifth dimension, it's easy to stay there. When you were on the other side or whatever realm you were in during your NDE, were you in the fifth dimension? I would, I would say that I was in yeah they're saying no there's they're saying Hmm. that i was in a 12 dimensional state of consciousness which is the holy spirit the highest dimensional consciousness the reason why i i i feel that the 12th dimension is the is a is a higher even state of consciousness because that is the Christ light consciousness but we need to at least get in the 5th dimension to have the healing to be in that state of consciousness to get anywhere right now right <laughs> the reason the book is called awaken to the 5th dimension is because after i had my abilities awaken and i started channeling with my eyes, 
I became a healer and I started doing my work in the fifth dimension. I was told after I was doing the scanning and I would do my blinking and I would say where things were with people and I would say, do you have cancer here? Do you have a hernia here? And they would say, yes. And I would start going throughout the body and I'd say, oh, it's coming from here or there. And then I would say to people, I would be on stage or I'd be at expos or I'd be in the office. I'd say, I'd hear the guide say, heal them. And I'd put my hand on somebody and I'd say, the guides are telling me they want me to do a healing on you. And I'd be doing this in front of hundreds of people at, at expos or wherever I was at. And they, and I'd say, and they'd say, okay. And I'd say, the guides would say to me, this is all I've never was ever taught in any class how to do a healing. This is all authentically happening to me after my near-death experience. And the guides would say to me, do the healing in the fifth dimension. And I say, well, I can do the healing on you because I would be channeling this to them, but it has to be in the fifth dimension. And the person would say, okay. So I'd say, say you accept the fifth dimension. Instead of saying, say you accept the Holy Spirit, I'd say, say you accept the fifth dimension. And they'd say, I accept the fifth dimension. And they put their hands out and I would put my hand on them and they would say, I accept the fifth dimension. And then when they would do that, it would dissolve. So the publishers said the book should be called Awaken to the Fifth Dimension. Do you think your book is more about your own awakening to the fifth dimension or it's about trying to awaken people to the fifth dimension? No, this is about everybody awakening to the fifth dimension because I'm a channeler and the trans channeling guides, the guides of Christ's light have channeled this book to help people awaken to the fifth dimension. What? Do your guides say the realm is that people go to during the NDE? You mentioned the 12th dimension, but is that really a realm or is that a frequency, like an energy frequency? The 12th dimension is um, Christ consciousness. All right. Well, I'm going to switch gears with you. Uh, You have your book out and where can we get it? It's being sold everywhere right now. It's uh, Barnes and Noble. It's uh, Amazon. It's you can go right to my website also at thehealingtrilogy.com. The healing Is it even at brick and mortar stores like Target or something or Walmart? Oh yeah, it is. It is a Target and Walmart. Yes. Oh, that's great. You created the Angel Club Interactive Online Webinar Series. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, um, I created um, a, a Angel Club sem- a webinar for people, and um, it's 300 a year, which comes out to be, I think, like, I don't know, $16 a class or something. I'm not quite sure. Um, and it's really fun because you can watch all the videos once you join from when I first started, and it's uh classes a lot of different uh, spiritual teachers come in we do sort almost once a month we have a special class and i have a video on demand store and it's just a club of community of people that we have a lot of love and spiritual teachings and 
we're doing right now um, basically a lot of teachings from my book. So we break down the chapters. Our next class is going to be on prayers and affirmations. And I'll be teaching people how to write your own affirmations. So the classes are, you know, I trans channel in the class. So a lot of the classes are pretty, you know, pretty um, deep. So um, I teach people how to get in there deep. Um, I also have mediumship classes that I teach. Do you have anything else that you're <laughs> working on that you want us to know about? I have a once a month mother, as uh, called the Mother Mary Matrix group. And that's a nonprofit organized event where um, people have been coming on there, I think, for about four years now. And it's a just donation class where we do mediumship readings, meditation, and it's sort of like a um, Saturday spiritual service class. So people can come on and um, bring your family, friends, animals, and everybody. Um, it's also like a co-healing group. So people that are interested in becoming healers can use try out your healing abilities. And also at the end of the class, people put in the chat who they'd like a prayer and healing. Lots of people that are nuns and monks and different people like to join the group to offer their services. And if you don't have any funds, nobody's turned away. After watching this podcast, people may want to reach out to you. Are you open to that? And if so, how should they contact you? Thank you. Um, uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, I'm I'm more than happy to help you. I'm at thehealingtrilogy.com, thehealingtrilogy.com. Are you working on another book? I am now. I am working on another book. I just uh, wrote up something that I am interested in doing, um, and I hope people will like it, and we'll see how that goes. All right. Will it be in this same kind of topic or something completely different? I feel like it is something that will help raise humanity and it, it probably is around something different. Yeah. Something a little bit different, but it is something that the guides have come in and um, uh, have correlated um, that will um, something from when I was little again, but it is something that, is correlating us to raise our frequency. Definitely. I should have put it this way. Is it something that I can get you back on the show to talk about? Yes. Reach out (laughs) to me. I would love to come back on your show. You're, 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 you're really, um, really here to help all of us. And I love your show and the guides are blinking. Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. All right. Good. Well, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? Yes, they're saying. They're saying to love our brothers and sisters, to help our friends and family. And also, you know, if we have somebody that we're connected to, like a soulmate, to understand that sometimes our soulmates are here for us and it's not always easy because our soulmates sometimes have the um things that we need to work work out between our soulmates so um be easy on your soulmates 
Kimberly, thank you for that message. And thank you again <laughs> for joining me. I really appreciate you. And I wish you massive success in whatever you're doing. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.